Blog Talk Radio. You heard of the quiet storm. Now be ready for the thunderstorm. It's a show where we can't be quiet. Discussing world affairs from the Christian hip hop perspective. That's right, the Christian hip hop perspective. With your host, Christian hip hop artist and sports blogger, GQ Forever. So turn up your radio. You are now listening to The Thunderstorm. We own. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, adults, teenagers, adolescents, babies, we got the Thunderstorm Tournament results. Since we're talking about MCs, I thought I'd kick a little freestyle. The storm is on, 8.01 p.m., let's go. 7.618. Hope y'all enjoyed y'all for us. Hope y'all enjoyed y'all for us. Trent, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on? Chilling, man. We got a results show that's just going to be epic. Uh, we might have to bring back the hashtag epic for this one, man. This is going to be like this is going to be like something serious, man. I tabulated the results to the listeners. We kept the results away from the host. The only one that knows what happened is me. So Trails gonna get surprised, just like y'all get surprised, man. Sixty-four MCs entered the battle for different reasons. Man, it was some controversy. Uh, people are going to be hitting us up. Uh, people hit us up because they were upset that certain people wasn't in the bracket in the first place, man. We only got 64 slots, man. We're talking about a 50-year history of hip-hop, man. We, we only got 64 slots. That's all we got. 16 slots for each region. That's all we got, Trev. And that's all we got. Hey, listen, no. I'll tell you like this. My heart can't take no foolishness tonight, so I hope that this bracket going to go like I think it should go. It's going to be some foolishness, man. I'm going to go ahead and break that down for you. Like the pages on Facebook, at GQ Forever, Inside the Eagles, the Thunderstorm Hip Hop Sports Entertainment Network. My personal page, Jeff and I, said it's a sports writer, journalist. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to follow us on Twitter, at GQ Forever, at Stone Sports 66, at Storm Radio 66, at Inside Eagles on Twitter. Slap your neighbors, tell them we on the air. Dial in, 602-753-1759. The links are all over social media. We on Blog Talk Radio, simulcasting right now as we speak. We got listeners in Africa. We got listeners all over the world. I'm going to back out for a second, man, to see who we got in on us. We're going to do a quick little roll call here, man. But you got to make sure y'all email the show as well. Thunderstormsports66 at gmail.com. Thunderstormradio66 at gmail.com. Hit us up how you hit us. Yahoo Messenger. Uh, for some reason, my Skype button is missing. I can't wave at anybody. The Skype button is missing. You pay way too much for this airtime for the Skype doesn't be missing. But we appreciate y'all anyway, man. The showtime, as you all know, is the same every single week. 8 p.m. EST. Next week, we got a loaded Thunderstorm sports show. It's about time, man. We're less than two months to go, Trail. We got to do a college football broadcast, man. I'm excited. We got to talk some ACC yes. football, some ACC football, and we got some heavyweights from all over the country. To cover these individuals, I got some Tennessee volunteer representatives. I got some Alabama folks. I got some South Carolina Gamecock folks. We got some folks that write for the Clemson Tigers. 
Uh, and we only got two hours, man, so we're still trying to figure out how we're going to work all this out. <laughs> well, look, man, I'm ready to go. I'm excited for it, so I hope we get to it. Hey, we might need to extend the show, man. That's how. That's what. I, that's all I can say right now. Might have to. Might have to. Might have to do a little bit of overtime on that one. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Officially now 8.04 p.m. EST. We have burned up five minutes talking about absolutely nothing, but you know how we do it. The thunderstorm is on the air. Episode number, where are we now? 74. 74 in our two-year history. Uh, did a little breaks here and there. Had a little hiatus or two, but, you know, we've been rolling around for like the last two years, and everybody keeps showing us love, and we appreciate it, man. We appreciate the fact that y'all are spending y'all Friday night hanging out here with us. And yes, before we get into anything, man, we got to talk a little bit about something about this rival. I don't know if I can call it a rival football league trail. It's supposed to be a healthy alternative to the NFL. And they call themselves <laughs> the Alliance. Learn a little bit about it on yesterday. The Alliance of American Football, which kicks off in February of 2019. Now, they were smart. They decided we're not going to go against the NFL because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> the XFL tried it. They failed miserably. Now, there were some, um, some developments that came out of that XFL thing that we enjoy now, like the Skycam was one of them. Um, NFL Films did a good job of covering the NFL visually, but it was the XFL that gave them that idea to mo- mo- Mike, excuse me, multiple players throughout the course of a broadcast. That came from the XFL. A lot of developments that we saw um, that the NFL is still using, most specifically the Skycam, um, the view of the field right behind the quarterback where they show us replays so we can see what the quarterback is doing, um, the all-access stuff that they used to do was probably like their claim to fame and everything along with the nicknames. But um, the Alliance of American Football kicks off in 2019. That's in February, right after the Super Bowl. And you don't have to start getting on-field product just because the game's in in the NFL season. Hopefully that will end this season like it did last season with the Super Bowl trophy coming to the Lincoln Financial Field and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. Uh, listen, um, the one I figured thing I would get some resistance about, from you on that one. Yeah, you definitely will because I don't think it's going back to Lincoln Financial Field. I just don't feel that way. I like your team, but I just don't think Carson going to come back 100, but we'll talk about that at a later date. Um, yep. for, for me, this is like – this reminds me of the football league that Vince McMahon tried to put together. Uh, I forgot the name of it. It ain't on the top of my head right now. But um, XFL, that's what we just talking about. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. He, but I'm saying he tried to do it a long time ago, and it never, it never panned out the first time. So it's one of those things where, if it didn't pan out the first time, why, you know, why keep wasting your money? We already see that most NFL fans, they, they like authenticity. They like the fact that we tune in on Sundays or Thursdays or Mondays and you see NFL action. Anything outside of what's authentic, people don't really – they're not gravitating toward this. Now, I understand, and I think this is one of the reasons why he's trying to do it. I think him and Donald Trump had the same kind of mindset because Donald Trump was mad because the NFL pushed him out. They wouldn't let him become an owner. And I think Vince is kind of the same way. They want a piece of that NFL pie because they won't, they can't get it. Now they're like, okay, we're going to make our own lane. But, but I don't think that with with the way the NFL is moving right now, 
I don't see anybody dethroning them anytime soon. Now, Vince was a genius in what he does with the WWE, man. Like, he has absolutely um, – people are asking us if he has anything to do with this. Vince has absolutely nothing to do with the Alliance of American Football. Um, first game kicks off Saturday, February the 9th on CBS. They have eight inaugural teams. Looks like Atlanta, Birmingham, Memphis, Orlando, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, San Antonio, and San Diego. They got eight experienced coaches. Uh, one of which is Brad Childress, a former offensive coordinator from the Eagles, Tim Lewis, Mike Singletary, Steve Spurrier, Rick Neuheisel. Then it's Erickson, Mike Riley, and you got the offensive genius Mike Marks in San Diego. Just looking at that, I think I'd be real interested in the San Diego-Atlanta games. Might see some offensive points there. But, um, of course, Mike, I mean, well, Mike Singletary failed in his first effort as a head coach with the San Francisco 49ers, yes, man, so I'm not yes, seeing a whole lot coming out of his did. organization there, but. Yeah, he did. We'll have to see. He couldn't. I guess we'll have to wait and see, but he did fail. Um, to me, I think it's hard for great players to go from being on the field or on the court, however, whichever sport you play, to now you having to watch somebody go out there and do what you did. That's just like a prime example. If we see Michael Jordan try to go and coach a team or Kobe Bryant, it would be hard for them because they expect so much from their players and they want the, they probably want their players to go out there and be exactly like them in those crunch moments. And sometimes those players just don't have the same DNA as you. Sometimes they just don't work. So I think with, with great players, and that's what happened with the Mike Singletary uh with his first coaching stint with the 49ers, I don't think it was really one of those things where he was prepared to be a mentor and a coach per se. He, you know, he was still in that player mindset. Uh, that's why he had that epic rant uh, that he had uh, when him and Vernon Davis had got into it. Cause it's one of those things where he knows what it takes to be great, but it's mm-hmm. harder to get somebody there. It's harder to get somebody there when you having to lead them there instead of it being yourself per se. I read a book once, man, and it said something to the nature of it was almost impossible to be a genius in two things. We're not going to plug the book because they ain't pay us for no advertising. But the whole no. purpose uh, of it and uh, the whole the point that it was trying to make was it's almost impossible to be a genius in two things. If you're a father who has an excellent home life, you're at the kids' baseball games every single day, you're at every cooking event that your daughter's doing, you're at everything that they're kicking off, you're always at home, you get off at 5, you're at home at 5.30, you help them with their homework. The theory is you're going to struggle with your professional life. Now, if you're going to be more successful professionally, you're going to miss a couple of baseball games. Um, to translate that, like you said, to the professional sports realm, what we tend to see happen a lot of times is you see great players who can't be great coaches, can't be great executives. As you mentioned, case in point, Michael Jordan. Think about being the greatest of all time at something, and then before you hit 40, all that's gone. With the rest of your life to live, and now you got to spend the rest of your life trying to figure out what else you can be great at. And that's what's, that's been his frustration that we've seen ever since. And everything he's done except for the athletic shoes. Um, from that trail, I'm actually transitioning into the whole thing about I saw some memes, I saw some debate, you know, some stuff going on about LeBron James comparing him to Michael Jordan. Now, there's no bigger LeBron James fan than me. Can we stop that comparisons like right now? Please. LeBron wears 23 for a reason. <laughs> LeBron wears 23 for a reason, and it's because of that guy 
that played in Chicago. I don't want to know anything about the number 45 Jordan in Chicago. I don't want to talk about that dude that played for the Washington Wizards. I'm talking about the Michael Jordan that you all know that we all love. Air Jordan, his airness, the guy that won six championships. If he had not played baseball, probably would have been eight in a row. That is the greatest player of all time in my estimation, in my eyes. What about yourself? Oh, definitely for me. Uh, he's the greatest. I don't even understand why we make those comparisons when their games are so different. Uh, LeBron looks to pass the ball more. Michael Jordan is a scoring machine. Enough said. Like mm-hmm. When you need a basket, we've seen LeBron you know, go off for these big games, but we've also seen him in those crunch times when it, it's time for you to be the star and take over. We've seen him pass up those shots. It was nowhere in the world. Mike, you could, everybody knew Michael Jordan was getting that ball in the last second. And couldn't nobody still stop He had, and, and you know, my favorite player of all time is Kobe Bryant. That's the closest thing mm-hmm. we're going to see to Jordan, if you ask me. That is the closest thing, even down to the way Michael Jordan chewed his gum. Kobe Bryant did that. Kobe Bryant chewed the gum the same way as Mike. He took the, he stole the fade away from Mike. That's the closest thing we're going to get. He had the same killer instinct, but that's why you see Kobe with five, you see Michael with six, and you see LeBron mm-hmm. with three. Those comparisons can stop at any time. If we're going to compare him to somebody, compare him to the guy that he's down there working for now, Magic Johnson. That's a better comparison to me because their games are so similar. But Mike, no, yeah. he, he will never, he'll never yeah. be a 23. He's going to always chase that ghost. Yeah, um, I, w- I wouldn't even argue with the fact. I mean, you can debate it. I could see the argument that there, because there's some people who, you know, would shout from maybe like the West Coast or from Laker Nation or something like that that may actually sit here and say that Michael Jordan is not the greatest player of all time. That would be Magic Johnson. And whether you agree with that or not, I could definitely see the argument. I don't see the argument of comparing LeBron to Jordan. That's just me, per se. I look at his number. Again, I see 23, and we know why he wears number 23. 23 is synonymous with one person, one name, one brand. And, you know, at some point in our playing careers, we've all tried to wear it. Whether that be like in the NBA, the AAU League, or something like that. And we wore that for a reason, man. It wasn't because of LeBron. It was because of that dude that came before him. But I'm with you, uh, Magic. LeBron, same dude. Kobe, Mike, same dude. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, man. Exactly where I'm at. Phone is on, 8.15 p.m. EST. Got a lot of music we're going to play for y'all tonight. We got a bracket we got to break down for y'all tonight. As soon as March Madness ended, we came up with the second annual hip-hop invitation of our own. 64 MCs are on the bracket. 64 Mm -hmm. MCs are on the bracket. (laughs) That is all you can fit on the bracket. Stop emailing us asking us why this person wasn't on the bracket, why that person wasn't on the bracket. You can only fit 64 people out of a 30-year history on the bracket, and we did the best we could, man. But before we get to that, Trey, we're going to go with my man, Ron Royal. It's down. Break, break, break me down, down. Break, break, break me down, ooh. Break, break, break me down, down. Y'all know what it is. Can't nobody do it like you do it. Don't nobody got deep into it. You make me hot, you make me shine, and you break me down, down, down. And I make you stay. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 o
down, let's get it started With my tongue like a might suffuse Do whatever you choose, girl, we can spark it Light it, ignite it, get straight into it Girl, just don't fight it, try it You might like it, new script to a movie Come on, let's write it You can be my school teacher Then hold me after class Offer me some extra credit Watch how I impress that ass Show you why I make straight A's 4.0's my GPA I pay attention, what more can I say? See how hard I work, imagine how I play my reset, baby Drives you crazy, I'm active, girl Far from lazy, I break it down No matter where you take me, hardly shaky I sex you great, make me always wanna step it up Get down to it, never let up Never let you lose it, keep you wet up I bring you back down every time you fed up And I cool you down whenever you get heated Water to your flame, we keep it steam All so good, better believe it All so real, hard to keep this secret Freak it easy to make it hard to speak Conscious thinking, my mind so deep I ain't done my job if you make me weak Royal pleasure, yeah, that's me, yeah Can't nobody do it like it's still fresh Don't nobody stop Do it like it's still fresh Don't nobody stop deep 
Uh, he created some subpar material in the effort to make too many comebacks. We admit that, but nobody would um, ever discredit Rakim in his place in hip-hop history. That gives you the jungle. Your thoughts on the jungle before yeah. we move on trail? Uh, well, I mean, you knew my only criticism of the jungle was I probably would have switched out uh, Jay-Z and LL for me, but, you know, we seen him. We did that, so that's I'm fine with it after that. All right. To the West Coast, the wild, wild west region. We seeded them, just like we seeded the jungle. It's what we came up with. Now last year we created a wild, wild west that was void of any female talent. The ladies didn't like it. They came up with two names that they felt like needed to go in. They came up with number sixteen, Lady of Rage, maybe not the hit maker outside of Afro Puffs that she probably should have been. But uh Definitely had the flow, definitely had the talent, definitely um, was able to create a movie career for herself. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of paid the way for some other female artists as well. Right above her, at number 15 is Yo-Yo, 14, Warren G, the author of the G-Funk movement. 13, um, now I'm doing this off the top of the dome. Who is number 13, Trey? Mm-hmm. Matt Dre, Matt Dre. Matt Dre, Matt Dre, Matt Dre yeah. was number 13. I was going to say Lamar game, was I number twelve. Yeah, yeah, that was that. the argument we had. Major, we had the Maturian game argument. So twelve was Kendrick yeah, Lamar. Yeah. Now pull a surprise winning. <laughs> yeah, uh, people feel that when we say that. Pull a surprise winning Kendrick <laughs> Lamar. Eleven, the game. Number ten, E forty. Number nine, DJ uh, Quick. Number eight, Too Short. Number seven, Ice Cube. Yeah. Number six, Ice T. Five, Easy E. Four, Snoop. Three Tupac, yeah. two NWA, and we Dr. had to split NWA, and Dr. Dre was number one. We had to split NWA up. NWA is a unit, but you also had Cube who did his thing, and you had Dre who did their thing, and Easy who did his thing. That's your West Coast. Yeah. To the Chopper, a.k.a. the Midwest reason. 16, we got Shauna. 15, Freddie Gibbs. 14, uh-huh. Big Sean, 13, Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. 12, Chief mm-hmm. Keith, 11, Kid Cuddy, 10, uh-huh. Eminem's Boys, D12, 9, The uh-huh. Black, 8, Bone, 7, Twister, 6, Lupe Fiasco, 5, Tech 9, 4, Nelly, yeah. 3, yeah. Um, Common, number uh, 2, common. A, lot of, a lot of people's vote for number 1. Eminem and oh, the number gotta, one name on the chopper yeah, region say, in the Midwest. Got to be Kanye West. Give me, yes, give me, yes. I don't think know how we can argue that. That ain't no argument. So some people that put that put Eminem above now Kanye now. You know that. <laughs> I know they will, but they they just shouldn't. <laughs> no. Nah, I mean, how, how do you feel about comedy? Don't, don't, I mean, for me, it's hard for me because I, you remember, I was the one that voted common too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I could see him going anywhere from two to three. I mean, it just depends on preference. But for me, if if I was ranking them, I'm putting Kanye one, common two, and then Eminem at three, just because I feel like. Common 
Common got bars, man. And I ain't saying Eminem don't, but Common got bars. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. for me, I, for me, I'm just more of a Common type dude. Uh, I like I like some of his bars that he put together, and um, some of the songs that he's made. But it, like I said, to each his own. It just it just depends on preference. There you go. Our region, the one we grew up in, disrespected for so many years, kicked out of the industry yeah. for so many years. We had to go the independent route, and now the number one region in history, hip hop, the Dirty South. Yes. Sixteen. Now this is a little low for me. This is just my, this is just me personally. This is a little low for me, but you know we voted. We had to go what it was. Sixteen UGK. Yeah. Fifteen. Mabusi. Fourteen. Rick Ross. Thirteen. Mystical. 12, J. Cole, 11, 2 Live Crew, 10, Ludacris, 9, Lil Wayne, 8, Jeezy, 7, 3, 6 Mafia, 6, 8 Ball, MJG, 5, The Ghetto Boys, 4, Outcast, 3, and the uh, email comes up. That <laughs> so I can't read. Did we? Did we email me in this block number 3? T.I. at number 3, number 2. Master P, number one in the Dirty South, Scarface. Did we really put, we left J. Cole at 12? We left J. Cole at 12. We did. Wow. The argument was, the argument was, when it came down to it, there were so many things that we considered a wash. Um, I personally don't have J. Cole above UGK, but the brain trust did. And they felt like J. Cole is at a better spot at this point in his career than Mystical. Um, I don't know about Rick Ross. I don't know how he got above Rick Ross. But I, I think he's I, I think he's better than Rick Ross. I definitely put him a, I, I put him I put him ahead I put him ahead of Lil Boosie too. Definitely put him ahead of Boosie. UGK is just yeah, bothering me yeah, in that sixteen yeah, yeah. seat. <laughs> yeah, I mean that bothers me too because I think. They should be a little lower on my list. I definitely put them lower. But him at mm-hmm. twelve, like twelve, <laughs> he should at least be top ten for me. Yep. But hey, but we voted. We voted. That's how we voted. So we we had a whole panel out here. So that's how we did it. So let's go with it. Yep. Alright, well, that's your bracket. Well. That's your bracket. That is your bracket. That is your bracket. That is your bracket. We got a little music to play, and then we're going to come back with how the first round broke down. Um, let's see what kind of direction we can go with it with this time. You want to go, go old school bus early, or what you want to do with it, Trev? Yeah, man, let's go old school bus early, because this is the matchup I've been waiting on for a little bit. I've been waiting on this one. Oh, I've been waiting on this one, because I'm ready for the fans to finally put this to bed. This to bed. Who is better, Michael Jackson or Prince? Hey, that's a little later in the show. We're going to get the old school bus warmed up first. It's the old bus, man. We got to crank it up first. Old school bus, we're going to go first family reggae, Morgan Heritage, and then we got the battle later, Prince versus Michael Jackson. Crank it up. If you think the church man there's so much more left to come. Yeah. If you think you see not tears yet, there's so much more tears around. Yeah. If you think you see not blood yet, there's so much more that to run. 
Politician selling corruption. What's a crime is just preliminary action. These are the days known as the eve of destruction. When politics is leading every nation. Now behold your mighty army. Natural disasters greater than the great tsunami. Oh, prophets of old said, greater judgment yet to come. So if you see the judgment started, there's so much more left to come. Yeah. And if you think you've seen them till then, there's so much more left to run. Yeah. And if you think you've seen them blood yet, there's so much more left to run. Ah, feel it for the children, for the world as they know it will not last alone. Just like the youth, they mirror the streets, let up the redness of them seeds. Killing one another just to lay ends meet. After this system of them weak, sex and violence, them a preach. Prostitution's got so much business in the streets. Oh, where's the faith so much more? Compared to what's to come, AIDS is just a start. Hell in the earth, God is our only friend. Our judgment, hell, we are down the road. Now if you think this just my target, there's so much more left to come. Yeah, and if you think this is still not there, there's so much more to run.
50 versus Rakim. Jay-Z's got Wu-Tang in the first round. Nas versus Queen Latifah. Public Enemy versus Buster Rhymes. MC Light versus Fat Joe. Kellis one versus Little Kim. Hello, Cool J versus Drake. Biggie versus the Native Tongues. How you think he ended up? Um, We're glad you asked us. <laughs> Trail. We'll start yes, here at the bottom. Biggie versus Native Tongues. You know Biggie took that one. And he took it quite easily. I mean, yeah, I'm about to say, I'm about yeah. to say Biggie got that. We, I mean, it's rough for me, man, and it's rough for a lot of people, man. You, we couldn't, we couldn't figure out how to put Tribe Called Quest, the Jungle Brothers, De La Soul, uh, Black Sheep. We couldn't figure out how to put all these dudes on the list, so we threw them all as the click together. So Native Songs is in there, strong showing, but Biggie pulled it out in the end. Drake versus LL, who you got? LL. LL took it. I'm about to say Charles One versus Lil Kim. The oh, third C, KRS One versus 14C, Lil Kim. KRS One, all day long. That's easy. We have our first upset of the tournament. Lil Kim at 14, knocking <laughs> off KRS One. No. We, we got a gang of female no. listeners, most of which wanted to remind oh, us that you have so goodness. many female MCs who have copied the Lil Kim blueprint, including this chick running around by the name of Nikki. That's not wow. right now, as a matter of fact, too. First up to the tournament, look at number 14, not down care as well. Oh, that's, that's real? Like, that's really happened? That happened. That actually happened. Oh. That actually happened. Oh, no. Wait, uh-uh. No. MC Light knocked off Fat Joe's. Number six took out number 11. The greatest female rapper of all time took I'm, out Fat Joe in the first round. I mean, I knew Public that was going Buster Rhymes, P.E. took it. I ain't mad at I ain't really mad at We got Queen Latifah. We got the 12 seed, number Queen, Latifah, uh, Queen Latifah versus nine, number five. Nah, who you think got that one? Nah. You got it. Nah, advances to the second round. Wu-Tang oh, versus Wu-Tang in number nine versus Jay-Z in number eight. Where you rocking with that one? Ooh, that's a tough one. Ooh, ooh. Uh, it gets it gets tougher as you get to the middle of the bracket. Ooh, that's a tough one. Ooh, I would say Wu Tang. Wu Tang knocked Jay Z out in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Wu Tang at number nine. The number nine Wu Tang player knocks Jay Z out of the thunderstorm hip hop invitational in round number one. He doesn't even make it to the round of thirty two. And this was pretty obvious. Rakim knocked off 50 Cent by a landslide. I mean, come on. Like, let's move on. That man started we moved to the chopper. Word. We moved to the chopper. 15 Freddie Gibbs versus 2 Eminem. Who do you think? Eminem. M took that one. D12 versus uh-huh. Twister. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to say Twister. Twister took it. Chicago's a big city, man. Chicago's a very big city. Yeah. So it's Detroit, yeah, yeah. but nobody... You, people don't realize how huge Twister's fan base is. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he does have, especially in Chicago, they ain't gonna... Yeah. Chicago ain't letting that go down. Big Sean versus Common. Oh, Common better take that. Yeah, the legend moved on. Common moved on. Battle uh, of some, uh, some young... Here's a, here's a couple of young legends right here. Number 11, Kid Cudi uh, 
Drew Lupe Fiasco, number six in the first round. How you think that one went up? Lupe. I like Lupe. I like Lupe a lot. I like both of them. Lupe actually. took Lupe. that. I think Lupe got it. Lupe yeah, took Lupe that. Lupe got that. That don't surprise me. Lupe took that. A young mogul in the making yeah. chance, the rapper versus a legend, Nelly, whether you want to call him that or not. <laughs> Let's get the all right now. You went a little far. You went a little far. But I, he's uh, a bit of a he's a bit of a legend. I don't like him either, but he's a bit of a legend. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. I give I give it to him. Hot in here, yeah. He, yeah, okay, okay, all right. But um, oh man, that, that's that's almost because the reason why this one is a tough one for me because I really don't know if people really listen to Chance and give him his just due. So I want to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Chance, though. I'm, I'm going to give it to Chance, though. I'm going to say Chance. We got a lot of female listeners, man. Nelly beat Chance by last night. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And that's what I knew. <laughs> Chief Keith, check nine. Man, come on, man. In a, like, in a I, battle I, I, of I, I, not too well-known geniuses. Man, I told you from the start, Chief Keith should have never been here. So hopefully, <laughs> I mean, please tell me he. A lot of people already. A lot of people. A lot of people echo what you said. A lot of people said Chief Keith had no business being on the bracket. He's out in first round. Tech Nine moves on. Thank the Brat versus Bones. The Brat who I affectionately oh. call the female MC with no style. The woman without a style. The woman who took everyone else's style. <laughs> Oh, I, but but see, say what you want, but I like her bars, man. I like the brat. I'm say the brat. The brat can rhyme, man. But she was smooth for a little while, and then she was gonna be diggy for a while. And then she became bone at the end of her career. <laughs> it's like fix something, stick with. Man, and Charlotte versus Kanye West. Charlotte versus Kanye West. I mean, come on now, come on. Kanye might be going through some things, but he ain't fell off like that. You got the Kanye moves on, but I got to sit the cap to Shauna. Like, Shauna to me is what everybody says. To me, Shauna is what everybody says that the Brad is. That's what Shauna is to me. You talking about bars? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Mm. She right, just went to Wild Wild West, man. Yeah, she just, she just go. had a bad draw right there. She, all right, yeah. For the West draw. Coast, uh, we got mm-hmm. number 15, Yo Yo versus number 2, NWA. Kind of tough taking for Yo-Yo right there. We don't even have to announce the winner of that one, do we? E-40 versus Ice Cube. You got the West Coast, and you got two really strong regions. You got from L.A., and you got Um, from Bay Area. I mean, I'm going E-40 because the Bay Area go crazy for E-40. So I'm going to say I would have said E-40 would have advanced, too, just off of the draw, but Ice Cube... um, (laughs) Younger listeners who watch Friday and watch I mean, uh, listen, Are listen, We There Yet. <laughs> Look, I'm not mad at it because Friday's my favorite movie, but, you know, I would have said before you talk to but, yeah, Ice Cube is fine with me. That's that's fine because Ice Cube could really rap. He wasn't one of them rappers trying to be in movies that really couldn't rap. So he really could rap. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. This is another bad draw for the guy who created the G-Funk era versus uh, probably one of the most popular Figures in the history of all of music, Tupac. Warren G's out. I mean, come the game on. Game versus Ice like T. Yeah, Warren was going last season. I like that. Now, this is tough. Ice T in the game. 
I'm I'm still in the West Coast right now. I'm still gonna go. Ooh, that's a tough one. Like, like I have to think about that. I think that I'm gonna say. Oh my God! Like I really, you know what? I think that Law and Order that helped him out. I'm gonna say Ice T, man. I think Ice T pulled it out because I think people done got us. They they remember him for the rap, but that Law and Order done took him over the top. They made it where they his face can't be forgotten now. So, yeah, people agree Ice with T. you. People agree with you. Like Ice T is Ice T alone with Will Smith, and probably you can throw to you been there are the reasons why rappers get like acting careers now. He's the reason. Yeah, of course. So of course, Ice T moved on. Also, you know, I just got to throw out there from a history standpoint, the author of three of the dopest street rhymes of all time. You got Colors, uh, you got New Jack Hustler, you got I'm Your Pusher. So three, three yeah. well thought out, lyrically crafted. Um, Borderline genius records right there. Mac Dre, the author of the Heisey Movement versus Snoop. Uh, you just say me, you just say Snoop. It just kind of transcends hip hop, didn't? It? Yeah, yeah, like that's he wanted to. He he's another example of what we just talked about. His, you know, what I'm yeah. saying his his star power them became so so big to where. People remember him for his rap, but his face doesn't been on TV so much, and he doesn't done so much no outside. Snoop of is a legend now. Like, face. you could talk, yeah, you can have an hour conversation about Snoop and everybody on music now. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like he he done transcended himself so so beyond music now that I think his face is hard to forget. So of course Snoop gonna win that one. Easy E versus Kendrick Lamar. Hmm. I'll say Kendrick. Can I kind of spoil the surprise here? I'm going to kind of spoil the surprise here. This came down to one theory that everybody kept saying. There is no Kendrick without Easy e Easy e moved on. Oh. If not for Easy e if not for Easy we don't even know who, we don't even know who Kendrick is. DJ quit too okay. short. And you know what, though, before we get to too short and DJ quick, I bet you if you ask Kendrick, Kendrick would like to, would say Easy E would probably need to move all over him anyway. So yeah, yeah, he would, he would because when you talk, when you talk about Kendrick, Kendrick is all about knowing his legends, especially if they come from you know the California area, and seeing mm-hmm. that, you know that's where Kendrick grew up, and he probably grew up watching NWA. He would say that because he respects who came before him. So I, I would say that. But for me, Kendrick, Kendrick could have signed with anybody. Yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick probably could have signed with anybody when we were actually, he was a hot topic of conversation. Kendrick went with Dre on purpose. So that's how he feels about yeah, the legends course. and everything. Uh, too Short knocked out one of the greatest producers in the history of hip-hop. Well, a little known well, but, but, but true fact, DJ Quick goes out and bows out aggressively to Too Short. Close votes there, though. And Dr. Dre, no need to really beat around the bush. Dr. Dre knocked out Lady Rage and was by a large margin. We're down to 32, mm. man. We got Rakim mm. versus Wu-Tang, Nas versus P.E., Intellect versus Lil' Kim, L.L. versus Biggie, Kanye, Bone, Nine versus Nelly, Lupe versus Common, um, Twister versus M. On the West Coast, we got Dre versus Too Short, Easy versus Snoop, Icy versus Tupac, Q versus N.W.A., uh, again, going to be a different result this time. Face versus Jeezy, Cole versus Outkast, Two Live Crew versus Ti, Looter versus Master P. Uh, okay, okay. Where we starting? Where we starting? I got some. Well, 
okay, let's go. Time to move on. Let's move it. All right, man. So that's what we I got. Like do we even announce it? Do we even announce it? Did we even announce it this time? We just kind of breezed through that one. Yeah, we breezed through that one. We didn't even announce it. Okay, my bad, my bad. So let me do that. Let me do that right. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Let me do that right. Scarface, the number one seed, knocked off UGK. GZ knocked off Lil Wayne. Um, how? How? Do you? How are we doing this? Like where? <laughs> Is he knocking off Wayne? Uh-uh. Yeah, no. he did. Ghetto, okay, okay. I got a, I got a, I got a theory on that though. I got a theory on that though. Now you got the Ghetto Boys and J Cole. Believe it or not, we got an upset here. The Legends go down to Cole. I'll do that. Fifth Ward is upset about that right now, but the Ghetto Boys go down to Cole. Um, I don't know how we're talking about with overall contribution to music and hip hop and so on and so forth that that happens, but that's what they got. Mystical, it's a fair vote. Mystical. Um, and eight ball MJG looks like uh let me see where we at right there with that one. No, Outcast Outcast versus Mystical. And it looks like Outcast moves on to the second round. Uh two loud oh, cool. knocked off eight ball and MJG. T I knocked mm-hmm. off Rick Ross. Amuda knocked off the three six mafia. And Master P knocked off Lil Boosie. So I ain't surprised that that. That's fine with me. Down to 64, Let's man. Keep Let's keep rolling. 64 Woo. became 32 just that fast. Mm. I, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. In that first round that we that we uh just went through, the only real major shock to me was that Lil' Kim knocked. That Lil' Kim uh, matchup, that really surprised me. Like how? I would have thought I would have I would have thought that Jay Z probably would have edged out the Wu Tang. I'm not surprised that he didn't, but I would have thought Jay Z would have probably would have edged out the Wu Tang. I probably would have said E40 over Cube. Um, I think I agree with it. To answer your Jeezy question, man, Jeezy is something else. Like in certain circles, like like Jeezy is one of those dudes, those rare occurrences. The dudes like Jeezy, the girls like Jeezy, the clubs like Jeezy. The streets like Jeezy. The radio like Jeezy. True. The underground like Jeezy. <laughs> Jeezy just appeals to everybody. He works at what he does. Now, he's inconsistent. He's had some subpar material. I probably wouldn't have called what that, that trash he made, Thug Motivation Part 2. But yeah, there are yeah. DJs that I know personally, and I know hundreds of them. There are DJs, at least of the, of, I can take 100 DJs off the top of my head. 97 of them have just a Jeezy set. They just go into clubs and play. Like, I'm just going to play Jeezy for 15 minutes. <laughs> Okay. So, I ain't mad at that. He's done his thing. Hey, those two bus. We're going with the champ, man. It's time for the battle. The champ is number one. You know who he is. Let's go.
Battle is a part of hip-hop. Battles all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. Battles on the bracket. Battles on the old school bus. That one right there might retire the champion, ladies and gentlemen, Prince. It just don't get much better than that. Music just is not made that's better than that. Not even by the challenger. I'm sure Trail would disagree, but the challenger's coming up in a few. Did I cut Trail's mic off? Trail, you know? Yes, I am here. I was giving myself a minute because you said that there will be, if not too many, it's better than that. And I just wanted to say I know a man. And his name is Michael Jackson. So when we played this, we will finally get to put this debate to bed. Figure out that Michael Jackson is just better. I like I love Prince. I actually do. Like I know for most of y'all that done listen to us for so long, y'all gonna be like, he don't like Prince, but I really do. I love Prince, honestly. But when it comes to Michael Jackson, I just think Michael's better. That's just my opinion. Uh, for those of yes, you that yes. agree with, for for people that agree with me, I know we about to take this this old school bus on home, and Mike gonna be the champ, and I get to listen to Mike, you know, for the next couple weeks. Until we find somebody that can knock him off. So let's just get it going. All right. We'll find out in a minute. Mike's a challenger on the old school bus. Can you knock off Prince and Diamonds and Pearls? Who's the champion? First title defense tonight. And we picked up a worthy opponent. If Mike can't do it, to be honest with you, I don't know who can, but that's just me. We move on to the round of 32 trail. Very, very interesting third first round. But it gets even heavier in a second. We go back to the jungle. Mm-hmm. In the second round, mm-hmm. Rakim versus Wu-Tang. That just sounds amazing. Then we could just say something like that. Rakim <laughs> versus Wu-Tang, who you got? Oh, Rakim. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Rakim got the win. I got your vote. I'm going to go with uh, Rakim as well. We'll check the results here in two seconds. Nas versus P.E., public enemy. Oh, man. Uh... Nas, Nas too strong for me right now. I like Nas. The two strongest female contributions to the bracket in some people's eyes meet up early. They meet up in round two. MC Light versus Lil' Kim. MC Light. LL versus Biggie. I mean, come on, man. 
Come, come on, man. We was born on the same day, May 21st. I got to go with Biggie. Let's go. Biggie, take it back home. All right, man. Uh, let's check the results. Rakim did it. He moved on. Public Enemy. Just too many things. I could We could just do a show about Public Enemy, and I could probably hold that thing down and talk for three hours. Public Enemy moves on to the Sweet 16. The greatest MC, the greatest female MC of all time, beats out a very, very worthy opponent in Lil Kim. Light moves on to the Sweet 16. Trail. Biggie's out. Oh, don't tell me. Oh. What? <laughs> Biggie's out. Oh, no. I told you. There's a lot of criteria, man. Overall contribution to the culture. Work outside of the industry, body of work, so on and so forth. Biggie gets penalized for a lot of that. Wasn't around long enough to have the body of work. Probably one of the greatest MCs we've heard of all time outside of Rakim. And we got. Hey, we love our song. Who beat Biggie out? Who beat Biggie out? We love our song. LL LL beat Biggie. (laughs) Wait a minute. Time out. Biggie's out in the second round. Oh, my God. You can't even say that without laughing because we know that ain't supposed to be true. The phone, lines, the phone lines have lit up. Oh. Hey, let me say this. I'm going to say it just like I said last year. We gave y'all the bracket. Y'all voted. Trey, we got a lot of female supporters. Oh, we got a lot of people. We got a lot of storm chasers who are women. I, I, LL. LL not just, oh. didn't just win. He beat Biggie back. Oh, I mean, that's We got to move on. Oh. We got to oh. move on. We got to move on. We're going to the shower. Oh, man. <laughs> Kanye versus Bone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Trail can't recover. Biggie's out. Trail can't recover. Oh, that, is, that ain't right. That's not right. Oh, We got to move Kanye. on, man. We got to move on. Who you got? Kanye or Bone? Kanye. Kanye. I got Kanye. Uh, we got Tech now. We got we got Nelly. <laughs> uh, well, at this rate, I see that the women. I just go go. I'm gonna go with Nelly because <laughs> <laughs> And I, hey, now I'm not saying who you say what. Well, I'm saying who your vote is. So okay, so we got Lupe. Yeah, we got Common. I think you're gonna go with Common, right? Definitely. I, I agree with you on that. We go Common. Common is my favorite rapper. Well, is like my second favorite rapper of all time. Um, Twista versus Eminem. Ooh. Eminem. All right, let's go to the West Coast. We got Dre versus Too Short. Oh, uh, Dre. Definitely Dre. All right, we got Easy versus Snoop. That's mm. Snoop. Ice T versus Tupac. Tupac. Q versus NWA. No Vaseline. Q. He won the first battle. We'll see in the second. He won the second. Face versus Jeezy. Hold on. Who's that? That's, who's that's a good one. Scarface Scar versus, versus Jeezy. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm gonna say Scarface. I'm gonna say Scarface. We got Cole versus Outkast. I personally would like to see Cole and Andre 3000 battle right on the mic. Ooh, now you talking about a good one? Now that's a good. I was. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
I'm gonna say Outkast just because I like Andre. I like I like Drake. You got two live crew. You got Ti. Oh man, you gonna make it? You throwing Uncle Luke like that man down there? Um, Ti, give me Ti. I'm gonna take Ti. I'm gonna take Ti. Luda versus Master P. Master P. All right, man. Let's check the results. We know we know who's in the sixteen in the jungle. Um, you got Rakim. You got uh. Oh, you got the. You gonna read them over like? You got Rakim. You got PE. You got Light and Biggie in a shocker goes out in the second round for LL. LL's in the Sweet Sixteen. Joining him in the Sweet Sixteen from the Chopper reason, Kanye West, <laughs> Dismantles Bones, Check Man, Kansas City Stand Up. Destroys Nelly. These are like landslides in the second round in the, in the chopper. Common takes Lupeg fiasco apart, and this is actually mm-hmm. this is actually pretty close. But Eminem edged out Twister. I figured that. I'll just Ace beat Jeezy I'll in the Dirty just, South. Hold on, who beat Jeezy? Outcast moves on. A, a Scarface beats out Jeezy in the Dirty South. Okay. Outcast yeah, takes out J. Cole. The two live crew in Miami is still rolling. Two live crew, and regardless of what you say about them uh, musically or integrity wise or uh, about the integrity of what they were doing and so on and so forth, they did a lot, man. Like, Luke created that uh, explicit lyric sticker, first um, artist to create a record label, first independent record label that was distributed nationally. Two live crew knocks out T.I. Master P is still doing it. The guy who many people say should call himself the king of the South, Master P, takes out Ludacris. There in the Sweet 16, we move on to the West Coast, dude. Here it is. Here it is, dude. Dr. Oh, Dre, oh. be too short and be the man. I Some people I, have to. I don't know if you remember this, but when there was going to be there was going to be a, a Wu, uh, not a Wu Tang, but an NWA reunion. There was some, there mm-hmm. was some, there was some back and forth about whether or not Snoop would take Easy's place. Mm-hmm. The Thunderstorm fan base couldn't take that man. Easy, Easy knocks Snoop out, man. Easy moves on. I'm not. And, uh, I, I was, I'm surprised a little bit, but I ain't mad at it. The collective NWA knocked out Ice Cube as a solo artist and mogul. NWA's influence on the culture is just too relevant, man. I look at NWA and I sit here and say like. I personally think Trail. Every so often, he becomes NWA again. Every so often, there's a rap group, typically with about four guys, and they come out some region that we're not expecting something dope to come out of. It's always four of them. It's always that same type vibe. It's always NWA over and over again, and you can keep seeing it. Cash Money was just another NWA. The boys in the hood who eventually gave us GZ and Gorilla Zone was another NWA. You could throw uh, Wu Tang in that category coming out uh, Staten Island. Staten Island wouldn't give mm-hmm. us no hip hop like that. They come out mm-hmm. uh, this weird era and stuff like that. Man, all all these groups relate back to NWA, man. And they force can still be felt to this day. Um, and then just reinvented now with the Straight Outta Compton movie. Um, got another oh, yeah. shocker for you. In the round of 32, man, Biggie's out, and I know you still heard about that. LL knocked out Biggie oh. in the round of 32. 12. Oh, don't tell me the that, fans bro. have spoken, man. The fans have spoken, man. You know where I'm going with this, right? Where are you going? Tupac's out. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, 
Tupac and Biggie oh, both go out in the second round. Like, come on. Oh, how? How do we get here? Like, the legend Ice-T. The legend Ice-T beat Tupac by less than 100 so votes, but he moved on. So, so you telling me Law & Order did that much for that man? He, he better than Pop now? <laughs> New Jack City, oh, on, the Cop Killer Record, I'm Your Pusher, Colors, Modest of Tight. I didn't see this thing, man. I mean, at this point, I just want to cry because ain't no way. Like, Tupac and Biggie go? Like, they go. And then Biggie's got to be on my LL? Yes, come on, man. Biggie, Biggie on. didn't just lose the LL, Biggie lost bad to LL. We put it up there. We got the vote. No I couldn't. I just said I couldn't take no foolishness, and this is what I come on to right here. Foolishness. <laughs> I mean, hey. both of them. I'm going to play. So I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's safe to say. I'm guessing it's safe to say. You said. You said Biggie and Chip Pac should be moving on. I'm going to say this one more time, man. Biggie and Pac are both out in the second round. That don't even sound right. That don't sound right. It don't even sound right. Like if you talk about people are not gonna tell us to me you throw our list away, man. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, all the fans is listening right now. I did not do this. I did not put this list together. <laughs> I I was I was a part of the bracket and we but we did not put this list together. We gave y'all the list, we told y'all to vote. So if you're upset with how everything came out Blame the fans. We, this this just tells you yeah. what hip hop is. This just tells yeah. you what hip hop is. We've been arguing about we've been arguing about who's better in hip hop for years. We've got people like the Migos now with a rap career. I still can't figure that out. I have no idea why Future is famous. We this has been going on since hip hop started, man. This is just what it is. This is part of the animal. This is this is, this is just how it's built, man. How like hip hop and, and, and I was. I'll say I'll say this, man. Like, I, and I will say this in defense of some of the people. I could be in the minority on this one, man. I would have said Biggie over LL. I would have said Tupac over Ice T. But I would be completely one hundred percent honest with you, man. I can see it. I can see LL advancing past Biggie. I can see Ice T advancing past Tupac. I may not agree with it, but I can understand the argument. Well, help me understand. Like, I no, you know what? You don't have to help me understand. You know what? You don't even have to help me understand. This is my this is my theory, and I'm gonna keep saying it. The reason why LL is over Biggie and Ice T is over Tupac is is because of TV. Both of them got nice little acting careers. They don't went off the man. I mean, you basically forgot they both of them rap, but because. We take into consideration they did have nice rap careers. They weren't garbage. Don't get me wrong. By no stretch of the imagination were they garbage. They were actually they were great, actually. But the TV kept them relevant, not the music. But because the TV, because they on TV and they kept, they were kept relevant, this is why we're here. I don't I don't agree with it at all. But I can understand it. I understand it very well. But I just I don't see it. That's an interesting. That's an interesting point, but I will say this. Now, I think um, LL's musical catalog, when you actually break it down, leaves a little bit to be desired. 
I have been publicly thrashed time and time again because I said LL has one great album and his mama said knock you out. Everything else, I'm like, you're talking about two or three good songs on a 16-song album over and over and over again. I agree with you on, um, I agree with you on that front. Ice-T to me is different, and this is why. Ice-T didn't go the route of catering to get the audience. Ice-T didn't sit here and say, you know what, let me make some bubblegum popcorn music to kind of appease everybody and keep everybody happy and keep everybody laughing. Ice-T came up talking about pushers and pimps, and I'm a new jack hustler, and talking about gang colors. To a lot of people, nobody knew what colors meant in L.A. until Ice-T came out. <laughs> True. And when when he dropped that soundtrack, the colors and everything, it was like, now I understand what the blue and red means. Ice-T said he was going to do this, and he did it. He said he was going to turn his head around backwards. He was going to tell you to kiss his you-know-what, and he was going to put a, a house in Hollywood Hills anyway. And he did it. He mm-hmm. never changed. He came out was still at the top of his game when he got the role of the new Jack Hustler. And it's because, like I said, now some people wanted to argue Will Smith on this list for the same reason. Some people said because of what Will Smith did, what he's opened, how he's opened the door for so many other rappers, if we're talking about musical contributions and the legacy he left and the mark he put on hip-hop, some people tried to argue Will Smith on this list. And honestly, that is a fair point. But mm-hmm. Ice-T did it the entirely different route. Ice-T was slaughtered in the media for making a cop killer record. And it wasn't even his record. It was one of his artists. It was like the Body Count rock and roll group, and they had the cop killer record. They ended up taking the song off mm-hmm. albums and all kinds of stuff. He did that and got a role on Law and Order. <laughs> That's unheard of. You can't do that. Like, that wouldn't work today. Only Ice-T no, could have done that. He's like, I'm going to come out. I'm going to be 100% hardcore. I'm going to be who I am, and you're going to love me anyway. All right, cool. We got some time and to like out of 16. Yeah, we might as well. I mean, I didn't, I didn't suffer through this. I can suffer through the rest of it. Come on, let's just, let's just get it up. It's, 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 uh, it's getting real hot and heavy here now, man. Because the slimmer you get with people who are remaining, we got 16 MCs left. We started with 64. We got 16 relevant hip-hop groups left, man. And in the round of the 16, okay. in the jungle, we got Rakim versus okay. uh, we got Rakim versus Public Enemy. We got MC Light versus LL Cool J. We got in the chopper, Kanye versus Tech Nine, Common versus Eminem. In the West Coast, mm-hmm. we got Dre versus Easy. Which it's mm-hmm. amazing how we got back to that, isn't it? That's the irony. We got Ice yeah, T versus. We got IC versus NWA. Mm-hmm. And man, we got Scarface in the Dirty South versus Outcast. We got Two Live Crew versus Masterpiece. My heart can't take it, man. Oh, this going to be good. These going to be good. Especially that Two Live versus Masterpiece. That was, that's going to be real good. Mm. All right, well, let's go. I got ain't, nothing, ain't nothing to it. Ain't nothing to it but to get in, man. And we got to go. For this man, it's getting hot and heavy in here. I'm over here sweating, bro. We got to We got to go. For the DJs, man, give us that classic background from the storm music that you know we became famous for. Go ahead, hit it for us. Mm. All right, man. I'm cool. Mm. This one is hard for me. Rock him versus, versus Public Enemy, man. Who would you take? Mm. 
This one is hard. You know what? I'm going to say Rakim again. Give me Rakim. I just, I don't see him being knocked off at this point. Nah, I can't. Not not in six minutes. I'm going to say Rakim. We got the greatest female rapper of all time versus one of the most recognizable faces in the history of hip-hop, MC Light versus LL. I mean, I got to choose this. I don't even... Like, listen. Just just give me MC Light, man. Somebody please get LL out of here. (laughs) One of the greatest moguls of all time. One of which that a lot of people don't even know. We got... Kanye versus Tech Man. Oh, I'm going Kanye. I, I got to go Kanye. Common, Common versus Eminem. That's a good one. And the sad part, we was having this argument when we did this show about those two. I'm going to go Common. Yeah. Still, I'm going Common. I don't think. All right, now, who did you, who did you have with Dre and Easy? That is ironic that those two are put together. <laughs> but I would say Dre. I would say Dre. You got Dre. you got Ice T versus NWA. Now that's a good one. Give me NWA. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm, uh, when I'm learning about seeding too, like just like the tournament in basketball, we always complain about who got in, who didn't. We always complain about where people are seated. It always works itself out in the end, man. Look at this. In the Dirty South, our region, Scarface, who we placed at number one, ends up in the Sweet 16, matched up against the clique that a lot of people ask us, how in the world are they not number one in the South, outcast? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sticking to my guns, man. I'm throwing my name in the head on this one, man. I'm sticking to my guns. Face is face to me is the king of the south. Love you to death, T.I., but face to me is the king of the south. Face P or Uncle Luke. Face over face over outcast is what I say. Oh yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I take face over outcast. Now we're talking about here. These 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 two are left because of influence more so than actual lyrical ability or talent. The two live crew and Master P are in the Sweet Sixteen and they match up against each other in this round. Master P, I'm going Master P. All right, before we get to the results, let me ask you this now: Had Tupac moved on instead of Ice T, does Tupac have a shot against NWA? Yes. I think so. And I'm so I'm assuming I'm assuming you put Tupac over in W. Of course. All right, man, this is what we got. Moving on to the Elite Eight. Rakim takes care of public enemy, but by a slim margin. Your wish is granted. MC Light gets LL out of the tournament. Thank you. <laughs> MC Light is in the Elite Eight. Uh yeah, from the highs of the highs, trail to the lows of the lows. Kanye is out. Take oh, my God. Oh. 
I mean, they give you something and then they take it away. Like, how? I got one more for you, man. I got one more for you, man. And um, I love both of them, man, but we'll both be satisfied with this one. Common gets Eminem out of the tournament. Common moves on to the Elite yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but that's good with me. They, he he won the battle. He won the battle as far as uh, musical representation. A lot of people don't remember. Um, I'm gonna give you the cool version of it. Easiest Compton City G's. If you have a moment, go check that out and go listen to. Dre. Everybody remembers Dre's attack on Easy E. Nobody remembers the response. When you get a chance, go look up Real Compton City Jesus and see what Easy E's answer was. But in this case, are we giving it to the Thunderstorm audience? They say Dre moves on over Easy E. Yeah, and Ice T is, is out. Ice T is out. Ice T is out. It was a great showing by the legend, but NWA moves on, which means Dre and NWA meet. Dre versus NWA and Elite Eight, by the way. Uh, Scarface, uh, as I stated, Moves on over Outcast. Mm. Master P is out. The two live crew wow. moves on over Master P. That's a surprise. But I mean, Uncle Lucas, okay, I can, you know what? I can take that one. I can swallow that pill, but you know, this, okay. That's fine. Yeah. I need a break, man. I need some water. Yeah, I think I do too. So, I uh, need water, piss, prayer, miracle. Mm. It's a lot going on here, man. It's a lot going on here tonight, man. I just, I got to get my thoughts together on this one, man. We having a lot of fun. We getting a lot of emails, getting a lot of calls. We can't even get to the calls, man. We got to do the bracket, but we got the phone lines are, are jammed, man. But we're enjoying it. I don't even know what to say yes. at this point, but let's go, let's go old school bus, man. The challenger to Prince's throne. Can you do it? <laughs> yeah.
Why are we playing the X-Files? Some of you are probably asking that. It's because, once again, Trail, we've been accused of conspiracy theories. Oh, People man, think we lost it. What we do now? What we do now? <laughs> People want to blame us for the list, man. All we did was keep March Madness going well into the month of July, two days after the 4th of July. Happy 4th, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, happy 4th. If you celebrate. If you celebrate. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we took March Madness, stretched it all the way past the 4th of July, Independence Day. We gave you guys the list. We gave you guys the power. We gave you guys Mm -hmm. the ability to vote. And this is why I say your votes don't count and why I say the United States doesn't count your votes anyway because they know you don't know what you're doing. If you can't get this right, you definitely can't put a leader in office. Yeah, you end up with what we got. (laughs) The voting process still exists. It just isn't the same voting process they gave us a long time ago. That's a whole other story for a whole other time, speaking of conspiracy theories. But that's just something I just thought I wanted to throw out there. Ladies and gentlemen, can we just get a a standing ovation? As much as we've argued this, as much as we have fun with them and everything, two legends in the old school bus tonight. There's nothing you can criticize about Diamonds and Pearls, but, hey, you can't criticize nothing about that uh, that beat it either, man. Like, I still get an adrenaline rush every time I hear that song. I've heard that song millions yeah. and millions of times in my life, and it still feels the same way it does now that it did mm-hmm. when I first heard it. Make you want to go to the gym. So go to the uh, go to the blogs, hit up everything, let us know who wins. Is it Thriller? Not, excuse me, not Thriller. From the Thriller album, is it Beat It from Michael Jackson? Is it Diamonds and Pearls from the Diamonds and Pearls album? With Prince, who you got? Old school bus battle. Why don't we go old school and up tempo versus slow tempo? A great love song by Prince versus an up tempo song by Michael Jackson. It's because of what I've always said about Michael Jackson, and I love him to death. Mike doesn't have a song. Oh, here you go. About. Oh, here you go. Prince has billions and go. billions and billions of slow songs we care about. I mean, what? We can go adore. We can go Diamonds and Pearls. We can go I Hate You. We can go uh, If I Was Your Girlfriend. You can you can talk about some of the great slow jams in Prince history for the remainder of this show and not run out of anything to talk about. What do we get from Michael Jackson? Liberian Girl? <laughs> do we yes, count we Remember the Time song. as a Love Song? Do we count what, You, you we should. Count, uh, remember the Time as a Love Song? The thing, though, is Remember you the Time as a Tempo. I mean, what about you are not alone? Uh, you know what about um, you know, Mike has some Mike has some nice love songs, man. You trying to make it like man? I don't know if you are in his heart. Are you? It was are you are not alone? Is that a love song? Does that does that make the great? I I think it does. All right, we're going to throw it in there then. Still not on the level of a door of diamonds and pearls, but you know a nice record. <laughs> Beer trail is probably gonna be arguing this to the day we die. We'll be old with grandchildren sitting in rocking chairs, barely able to walk, and we'll still be talking about this battle to the day yes, we die. We I don't think either one of us is ever gonna change our mind. <laughs> Never. Well, sir, thirty minutes remaining in the broadcast. We got agencies remaining in the same storm results. So hold on, before we get into this, are they really saying that we, we messed up these brackets? <laughs> That's is that what I'm hearing? Is that well, what we're saying? 
Well, yeah, the conspiracy theories. They think it's rigged and everything, so on and so forth. I mean, I don't. I didn't vote for LL to beat Biggie. I definitely didn't say. I honestly, I'll be honest with you about this one, and people going you might you might disagree with me about this one. I never. I I would have took the game over I see. I understand what I see did, but the game really is like something else. But um, that's just me. I listen. I I was on the same boat with you, but I didn't want to say that because I didn't want people to be like, "Oh, he's crazy." But if you asking me, I'd have took the game over IT. But that's just me. Yeah, and I'm on a whole other level with this one too. But um, I, if it's up to me, um, y'all know my feelings on this dude since the beginning of the time. I don't even have a little Wayne on my list of the top sixty-four MCs of all time. So he's not on the list to me. No. No, that's just absolutely crazy right there. I don't see how you can put a dirty sound together and way not be it. In speaking in that vein, you're absolutely right. You have to put a dirty – if you're going to put a tournament of MCs together and talk about contributions to the South, you have to put Wayne on the list and everything. Um, I think I go about it from another directive. I think about Wayne. I don't think about um, adult movie. I don't think about – I don't think that I don't think hip hop is any better or worse for Lil Wayne's existence. I, I, I look at Lil Wayne and I'm like, to call yourself the greatest rapper alive, or to try to put yourself in the same category of a Jay Z or a Nas or some of those guys, I can't get to like your fourth album without having a dope album. I had to wait for the Carter Three for that, and there's some things about the Carter Three that we can argue are not great. I look at the Carter Three. I, I mean, I never really, I never understood what the fuss was about Amelie. I like the Katrina record with Robin Thicke. I like the uh, Hey Mr. Carter record with Jay Z. Um, yeah, I like that, Hey Mr. Carter. That was nice. But once you get past that, man, I'm like, um, yeah. I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> the rest of it, I'm like, but it was hard. And that was Lil Wayne's knock for a while. It was hard to call him great because he didn't have great music. But I think with we just him, a lot of we, a lot of what he did, a lot of what he did, and the reason why people didn't give him his just well, probably didn't really know who he was at a certain point in time is because you got to remember he came up. Under Cash Money, when when all of them was out, Juvenile was doing something. Manny Fresh, uh, Birdman was even, you know, doing something. And I think at the time, uh, they had a whole roster put together of, of people. BG was even in that roster, so it was like everybody in that camp was doing something. And Wayne was just like the one that you always knew had next, but he wasn't. You know, he didn't really get the shine. Like that, like I bet you a lot of people don't even remember he was on the Hardball song. So I mean, that's when he first kind of got his, his his first little bit of exposure. This is my thing too, and I'm glad you said it. This is my thing too about Lil Wayne when we had that same argument. It's for that same reason. When Cash Money was getting the distribution deal, the workhorse was BG. They placed everything on yeah. BG's back. They didn't place it on Lil Wayne's back. When they pushed oh, yeah. food to the mainstream. They gave the medal to Juvenile. If Wayne is that great, I'm going to be honest with you. If he can lay off of all these, the, the narcotics and all the stuff that caused him all his problems, I don't know that Wayne is better than Turk. can't agree with you on that because we <laughs> really never heard. Okay, I can see that point. 
now, now I can see that because really, to be honest, you've never heard an album without him being on the narcotics and all that other stuff that makes him who he is. So, and you know that kind of stuff changes you. So I would like to see it. I would like to see how he would be in a clear state of mind. I don't think he could function honestly. So and, yeah, I, I, I mean, um, for him to be for him to be as great as he was too. Just like to your point, I'm like, yo. We making big timers records. We're not thinking about Wayne. Why we ain't no. put the why we ain't put the, the the label? They put the label on his back out of necessity, rather than what it was, and it wasn't the same when it was Little Wayne's show as it was when Little Wayne was just one of the other guys. It just wasn't the same. But I'll put it. And then you have to wait on like, like Nicki Minaj and. Uh huh. But I'll put it like this. They only put it on Wayne's back. They only put it on Wayne back after it had already been established. By the time it was put on Wayne's back, everybody knew who Cash Money was because of the BGs and the juveniles and the many freshies. Like we already knew who they were by then. Wayne didn't have all Wayne had to do and take it, you know, further than what it had been took at that point. He didn't have to start it. Like if it wasn't for a BG, like you said, or juvenile, the Cash money wouldn't be nowhere. Like by the time I took me, and this is my only knock on Wayne, when he started to take over with Cash Money, it had already been established. So it's not like you had to work from the ground up because everybody already knew who Cash Money was. By the time you got there, the only thing you had to do was usher in, new, in the new generation. So it ain't like you yeah. was the LeBron James on the team. You was you LeBron carrying the team. You was just one of the people that okay. You seen the blueprint of how to do it, and then you started carrying it. So I, that's my own thought too. If he if he was that great, you jump out the, you jump out the, you know, come out carrying it. You don't let nobody carry it for a little bit, and then you carry. It. That ain't the. That's not the definition of great. The definition of great is mm-hmm. you you see it from the start. <laughs> like you you can tell from the start. Oh, that's gonna be something special. And with Wayne, whether like I said. People really didn't. I mean, we've seen him in the background a lot. His first mainstream song, from my recollection, was the Hardball song when they did the little song for uh for the for the movie, the little Hardball song with him, Sammy, and and Bow Wow when they was all young. Like that was the first time we ever mm-hmm. really heard like Wayne on the track, and he actually was by himself, wasn't no cash money, nobody else. It was just Wayne. We heard him spit. That's probably the only time that I can remember. From when we really seen that okay, he could be something special, but we didn't know. Yeah. Good stuff, younger brother. I'm a, I I I've always called you my little brother, man. But I'm, I got to call you my younger brother, man, because I mean, to some extent, I feel like calling you my little brother is disrespectful. But that's good stuff right <laughs> there. I got to roll with you on that one. Nah, you, you know it. All right, man. Hey, yeah, man. Watch him. Hey, like, Tech man. Common, Dre and W.A. Faith and Two Live Crew. And you know what, man? Say what you want to say. It's just like any other tournament in, in a great basketball in a great basketball month of March, man. Um, there will be some upsets. There will be some shockers. There will be some surprises, man. But definitely, I'm proud of a list, and I'm still proud of a fan base. When we get to the end, and I still see Rakim, MC Light, Tech Nine, Common, Two Live Crew, Scarface, NWA, and Dr. Dre. I, I, I can't sit there and say that they, 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 they failed in this thing, man. 
No, they didn't fail. I would just, I would have just liked to see Tupac or Biggie make it somewhere close to it. But outside of that, outside of that, I can get over that. As long as, as I see who wins, and we don't let no foolishness go down for the rest of this, I'm fine. All right, man. Rakim versus MC Light. Rocky. The greatest male rapper of all time. I guess maybe the best female rapper of all time. I love MC Light. I really do. I love everything she meant for female rappers because she was the first one to come out and really show that females could actually hang with males. I understand that. But like the argument we make all the time, your favorite rapper, favorite rapper is Rakim. So it's enough said right there. Rakim, got to, he got to win that. I go with that too, man. Like, and I'm I'm just going ahead and put my feelings out there, man. When we made this list, I was thinking, I was hoping Rakim would win it. So I'm going to stick with him. Tech Nine versus Common. Mm, common for me. Dre versus NWA. I ain't even mad. You know what? I'm a, I'm gonna take Dre. Give me Dre. Face versus Two Live Crew. Mm. Uh, give me Scarface. Give me Scarface. That was a tough one, though. All right, man. Yeah. That was definitely a tough That's one, tough man. One. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say, man, like, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, we're going to drop the bomb, number one. Drop the bomb for a phenomenal job of putting this list together. Drop the bomb for the Thunderstorm audience and the Storm Chasers who actually casted the thousands and thousands of votes that we actually had to tabulate, yeah. which actually was part of the reason it took so long. But, um... Yeah, you know it's it's been fun to do this, man. I didn't realize that with all the emotions involved, I'd be as stressed about this as I am at the end. <laughs> but you know we have <laughs> fun doing it again, man. And March is yeah, March is right around the corner. All right, man. Yeah, so let's do sure. it. Let's go. Greatest female rapper of all time versus the greatest male rapper of all time. Rockham is still in it. Rockham is in the final four. Not surprised at all. In the dirty <sighs> south. Scarface versus Two Live Crew was a nice one. Tip the cat to him. Um, like I said, you may be you may be offended by some of the content, but you can't be you can't knock the fact that without a Two Live Crew, a lot of these rappers are still in court fighting for the right to say what they want to say. Uh, they was getting locked up for that stuff, and they was trendsetting and creating. And Luke himself creating these. Chris Larry Sticker, Luke branched off. Um, Two Live Crew had some success without him. Luke had some success on his own. As I mentioned, Luke is the first. Luke created the explicit lyrics figure. Luke is the guy that took an independent label and gave it a national following. Like, there was no independent label with national distribution before Uncle Luke Records. So, it was a nice one, but the two-back crew is out. Scarface moves to the Final Four. This one is tough for me, but uh, I guess I can accept the outcome because it was a vote. Take nine is knocked out common, dude. What? Okay. Alright. Tech Nine's in the final four. That is shocking to the me. next time the next time somebody argues about how relevant Tech Nine is, remember this show, man. Tech Nine is who he is for a reason. Tech Nine's fans have gotten him to the final four. Oh man. Oh man. Overcome man, listen. I I knew how big of a following he had, but I didn't think it was this big. I'm not going to even lie. Like, I knew it was big, 
but big enough to knock off Common? Wow. Let me tell let me tell people a little story about Tech Nine. This is short stories because we got twenty minutes left in the show. Tech Nine man sure. had he been the guy to decide I'm going to try to sign more rappers and try to push more of the talent in Kansas City, he could have been the guy to do it. Tech Nine could very easily be the masterpiece of Kansas City. But True. most of his attention was paid to himself. He has all the same resources, though, and he may not have the same bank. He may have may not have the same bank check, but let me go ahead and let y'all know: Tech Nine's grandkids ain't gonna have to work. Exactly, unless they just want to. Well, man, I tried to do it this way on purpose, man. I didn't know whether to save the the jungle or the or the wild wild west for last, man, but. Let me say this, man, and I'm going to go ahead and announce the final entrance into the Final Four. Joining Rakim, Tech 9 and Scarface, we talked about NWA for a long time. That was most of our argument yes. putting this together. We, yeah, we talked about NWA so much that we had to take three of its members out and make them entries on their own. So we got NWA, exactly. but we also had to make Dre, Ice Cube, and Eazy-E individual entries just because the influence is so strong. When it came down to it, when Dre finally took on NWA as the end, this was what the, this is one of the smartest things I think I've ever heard by somebody that was said, and I wish I could take credit for it, but it's not my statement. NWA lost its best writer and its best talent and was fine. Ice Cube left, NWA sauntered on. And the reason they did that was because they had Dr. Dre. I, I agree with that. You, you could have had you could have had NWA without Q. We saw that. You mm-hmm. could have Dre without NWA. We saw that. But you could not have NWA without Dr. Dre. And for that exactly. reason, Dr. Dre, and because of the Beats headphones, and because of Eminem and Snoop and all these other dudes that's on this list. 50 and 50, cent. he put 50 on. Yeah. Snoop, M, Dre gave them all their career. He's not just a legend himself. He's given us other legends, and now he's given us another one in Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. The b phones that I'm wearing right now, Dr. Dre is in the Final Four. Exactly. And with that man, with that man, let's go ahead and end this now, man, because Oh, once that argument was made to me, once that argument was made to me, it made me wonder how he was going to lose this thing, man. That's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. right now. Like, how could he possibly lose? The Chopper versus the Dirty South. Tech Nine versus Scarface. Yeah. Uh, Trail. Mm. Trail. Trail. Okay. Trail. Okay. Give me. Trail. Uh... <laughs> What? <laughs> I think you're going to tell me something that I want to hear. <laughs> Wait. Take Nas in the championship. No, ain't no way. Take Nas in the no championship. Way. Man, come and on. And he's got the winner. <laughs> it got to be Dre. Take Nas beat Rakim. Take my oh. beat Oh wow! Wow! 
So Tech Nine won the whole thing? <laughs> Tech Nine's in the championship. Hold on, Tech Nine's in the championship. We got oh, okay. Dr. Dre versus Scarface. And Dr. Dre did to Scarface what Scarface did to everybody else. He annihilated them. Dre and Take Nine I'm, are your I'm final not, two. I'm not surprised by that. In the championship. Oh, man. Dre and Take Nine in the championship. The winner of the man. second annual Thunderstorm Hip Hop Invitational, the Tournament of MCs. Dr. Dre takes the whole thing. <laughs> I was about to say, come on, man. Now, listen here. We can, we can, now, check that. It was a nice run while it lasted. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Shout out to Tech Nine. Shout out to Kansas yes, City. Yes. Shout out to Restore My Faith in Hip Hop because that showed me one thing the underground is alive and well. You can, hip hop yes, is has always been. You can make something out of nothing, you can make millionaires out of poverty. You can make dreams out of nightmares, and nobody did that better than Tech Nine. That boy made some scary music. <laughs> Tech Nine, Nine showed us that a region can rest and put all his hope and his faith and everything on can on on, on a guy. And I'll be honest with you, man. When his time is up on this planet, you gonna call me crazy. I'm making this prediction now. Tech Nine will have a holiday in Kansas City. Oh, I ain't calling you crazy for that. Nah, he probably will. Check nine makes it to the finals by advancing over the greatest rapper of all time, Rakim, and he loses in the finals to a man that we probably would have to retire from any other invitational list that we do. We can't put Dre on another list, man, for that reason. Dre, you look at this man's family tree. Snoop, Eminem, 50 Cent. Then you break off the 50 Cent branch. You got G-Unit and Game. There's no Game without Dre. There's no Eminem without Dre. There's no D-12 without Dre. All these guys we sit here and we look at, and we look at as their legends in their own right, Eminem could have won this whole tournament. But then again, had he gotten to the championship, he'd have to go against Dre. How does he beat Dre? And he don't. There's no, 50 Cent consider all the could have ran through the jungle. He could have, but he ain't. 50 Cent he ain't beating Dre. But 50 Cent can't beat Dre. No, not not close. Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, yeah, he went out in the first round to Easy E. But had Kendrick Lamar got out the first round, he probably he'd have to battle Snoop. You sit there and look at the top of that bracket, man. You had Dre, Too Short, Easy E, Snoop, and Kendrick Lamar got knocked out in the first round. Three of those four names we just mentioned owed everything to Dre. Yeah, but I think this man has reinvented himself the, several times. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what made me look at the whole thing uh, that was kind of what kind of my eyes was basically what you had said uh, before we even announced it. Without Dre the NWA couldn't flourish. And we, and they go down as one of the greatest groups ever assembled, but it was like he was the driving force behind that. He was the driving force behind most of the people, like all the people you just named, he was the driving force behind. There's no way that somebody can create that many legends and not be considered to be great. Like, it just don't happen. 
because not only did he make his own career, but a lot of people got to give him respect for the artist that he made and basically the headphones that most people are wearing right now is because of this man. And, it, and it's, it's like you said, man, it's like you said, man, it even goes beyond that, dude. It's like, it's just amazing to sit here and think. You can create the first ever family tree of hip-hop, and Dr. Dre is the root of it. And then you got this Snoop branch, and then you got this Eminem branch, and then you got this now Kendrick Lamar branch, this baby branch growing out of this old tree. <laughs> Who's now going to pull it to power? Of course. I'm done, dude. Salute to the Thunderstorm audience, man. Pat yourselves on the boat, man. Big salute. Give one more fair ovation to the Thunderstorm audience. Yes, they give one more. Well, I don't even know where to go with well, it after that, man. I mean, hey, hey, listen. There's really nowhere else you can go. We got through it. It was stressful. Uh, as y'all can see, I about had a heart attack for some of these. Uh, this GQ, he, my big bro, sounded like he was he was a little stressed out, <laughs> and uh, we made it through. Jay Z went out in the first round, man. Biggie went out in the second round, man. Tupac went out in the second round, man. How do Biggie or Tupac go out in the second round of any bracket, like any? I mean, you're throwing away the Ready to Die album. You're throwing away Brenda Had a Baby and all, like, California Love. Like, these are songs that people just threw away when you throw, when you threw these two artists away. Like, how do we do that? And it's hard to do, man, but at the same time, too, it just shows you the monster of this, this genre and this, this culture that we have grown to love, man, from the graffiti to the to the breakdancing to the DJing to the MCN to the knowledge to the the spoken word to the to the beatboxing, this this whole genre of hip hop and this culture of hip hop that we grew up in and made us who we are today, man. I mean, there's so many different elements to it. There's so many different moving parts, man. And as as disappointing as some of that can sound, man, yes, you can argue Ice T over Tupac. You can argue Tupac over Ice T. In this case, thousands of people voted and they sat there and said, We give the nod to we give the nod to the other guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, can, I, can, wrong. I, can I ask you something? Can I ask you something real quick, yeah. real quick? Yeah. Is it yeah. because do you think, and this is just you personally, not, you know, something that we, we talked about, but you personally, do you think that's because Ice-T is somebody that they still see on the regular because of the TV, or do you just think it's because Pac just, you know, when it comes to the overall I, body of work, Pac wasn't here long enough? I think I think I think Pac was robbed of his chance to do what Ice T has already done, man. I we Rob Pac mm-hmm. was robbed of his chance to grow old in hip hop and do it gracefully and become everything that because everything that Ice T did, Pac was on his way to doing. Yeah, no, I agree. Pac had the acting career now. Pac had the acting career now, but we have to be honest too. Most of it was uh yeah. I give you poetic justice, and I give you uh, above the realm, and I give you juice, man. I don't know about some of that other stuff, man. I actually like the uh, the uh, game related joint with James Belushi. That's actually, I think, his best yeah, work. If you hadn't seen that, go check that out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, um, but in most of those, also, in most of those films outside of poetic justice, 
I also look at it this way. They kind of had them playing the same kind of character. When you look at Above the Rim and Juice, he was kind of playing like a villain type role. I mean, with with Poetic Justice, it was that he was kind of, you know, he kind of, I think he really got to show some of his personality, but in most of, like the like I said, with the other ones, it was like he was kind of playing like a villain role, and it was crazy because it's kind of like that's how they stereotyped him at that time too. They never seen Pac yeah. as like a, a a guy that could be you know happy and you know show his emotions and just be be you know in the world and just live life. They always showed him as a problematic type of person, and that was in movies and in his personal life. If you always look at it, nobody ever looked at the good he did. They always looked at when he got arrested, which I'm not saying it was right that he got arrested, but I'm just saying it's crazy to me how people take, you know, some of your downfalls and, and some of your mistakes, and that's how they and that's how they classify you at all times. It don't matter what good you do in the world. They always going to look back at, you know, what you used to be. And to me, it seemed like they never gave him the chance to really grow and be what we all in the black community and even in and in other communities knew what he could be if they just gave him the time to flourish. Yeah. I can't I can't I can't follow that with nothing, man. On that note we can end it. Good job tonight, dude. Yes. Yes, sir. Same to you, man. Always right. a pleasure. Well Yes sir. Yes sir. Thanks so much for us next week. We're getting into our college football previews and everything. Yeah, it'll be amazing. Sure. We got right. Sean again yeah. next week as well. We got a we got a monster guest on next week. We bringing the, we got a guest coming back, and DC should be back as well. So everybody, we appreciate yeah, y'all coming back. to holler at us and everything, man. This is what we are gonna do too. We out, we we run out on the old school bus. Michael Jackson versus Prince. We played for Morgan Heritage. We took a save man and played a love song, and people probably gonna get mad about that. The rule breakers have done it again. We are gonna break one more. We are gonna play another love song going up because it's all love on the story. Let's do it. Old School Bus is cranking up one more time. We're riding out with another Old School Classic in Lane.
Second, every minute, love and I falling in it with 